Two guys, two topics, two, two, two. two opinions. You talk, give me two. This is the split story of the day on 97.5, 1280 The Zone and The Zone Sports Network. It's one of those questions that, that I don't think you can have too much of. Depth is something that, that uh, you know, and that that's with development. That's with recruiting. That's with, um, you know, focusing on details, getting stronger. A lot of that stuff uh, plays into it. Finding a scheme that could benefit the majority of your talent and your and your skill. So a lot of that goes into it. There's so many variables that go into getting your depth ready. But uh, that's, that was our focus when we first got here. We felt like we had a pretty good um, starting group and and um, needed more depth and, and and not just size or strength, but all of it football iq everything so we started to establish that I th- all right that was kalani satake uh gordon has a new column up at sltrib.com uh headlined how good is byu really maybe it doesn't matter gordon let's talk about the column well you and i have uh, have uh, hit on some of the points but uh before but it's it's interesting to me to see what byu is doing this year with a completely substandard schedule and yet they are ranked 10th in the country in the coaches' poll. They are undefeated, and their fan base is fired up over what they're doing. Compare that to past years in independence, where they've faced a bunch of P5 teams right out the gate, and they've ended up, you know, 1-4 or 2-4 and four or something along those lines. And, it, and And then from that point on, they have a bunch of teams that their fan base really doesn't care about, but the energy has already been sucked out of the program because people don't believe that the team is that good to begin with. In the last two seasons, they've gone seven and six. And I find that fascinating that not only from a national perspective, but from a fan base perspective, people are fired up about what, what the Cougars are doing this year. And it, it to them, I don't think it really matters all that much that they're playing, you know, the Texas states of the world. They they just see the six and zero. They see the ranking, and the poll voters are rewarding them for that. And this might be exceptional this year because people know that BYU made a good effort to set up a good schedule, and that that was taken from them, and they've looked really good in beating substandard teams, but they're being rewarded for it. And it may ultimately betray them because they're not going to get into the playoff, even if they're undefeated. I don't think so. And I don't know how it will go with the New Year's, New Year's Six situation. But people don't, even educated people, people who study this stuff for a living, don't seem to really care. They're rewarding BYU for beating up a bunch of nobodies. And, and so if that's the case, then why in independence are you going to you know, slam your head against the wall every season by playing a bunch of P5s out the gate and then having to suffer the consequences from it? And I know some people this year, Jake, have said, well, maybe this team would be different. We don't know. We don't know how they would have done. They certainly look better, but it's easier to look really good when you're playing these kinds of teams. Overall, in independence – Against P5 teams, and I included Notre Dame in the P5 group, I went back and counted them up, and I'm pretty bad at math, but uh, according to my calculations, BYU is 17 and 27 against P5 teams since entering independence. 17 and 27. 
that's not going to fire up your fan base. And I know people say, hey, you got to play the best in order to be the best and all, but, but BYU isn't the best. And so I, I just find this year really curious because it's working for BYU, this, this, uh, this substituted schedule that they're working through. And we'll see what happens against Boise State because that's a big one. But right now, 10th in the country, man, by the coaches. And you haven't played much of anybody. So why is BYU doing what it was doing in the past? It wasn't working for them. And this seems to be. Well, so maybe maybe it doesn't matter. And people ask, yeah, well, they haven't played anybody. Would, they, would the record be otherwise? And you, you don't know. You don't know. All you know is that victory carries a lot of weight, no matter who you go up against. And, Jake, it's your fault because you taught me this over a period of two or three years with of us arguing back and forth about the value of playing mediocre teams versus facing tough teams almost every week. And, and uh, I, so I, I recognize what's happening here, but it's curious to me that it hasn't hurt BYU. So a lot of, a lot of thoughts on what you just laid out right there, um, Gordon. First of all, I don't think it's mutually exclusive to enjoy um, more interesting games and still get excited about this season. I don't think it has to be one or the other. Um, you know, ideally, but, you but have it's a, the undefeated. It's the undefeated Jake that gets people fired up. Well, okay, but there's lots of stuff that gets people fired up. The the Taysom Hill team a few years ago was four and zero, and had the according to ESPN's stupid probability machine or whatever the heck it was had the greatest po- probability to go undefeated during the season. They were fired up then too, and then he got hurt, which really sucks. But that's that's fate. That's not necessarily uh, failure. So in an ideal world, you have a, a dynamite season against a, a really good schedule. But here's here's where the argument comes down to me, Gordon, is what's the point if you're going to schedule teams like this just for the sake of going undefeated? What is the point of not being in a league? I don't think there is a point. Plus, you're not providing very interesting product to ESPN. So you're eventually going to lose out there because they want intriguing stuff to put on TV and be BYU Troy is a W for BYU, but it's not going to be a big draw to your television partners. But here's here's the ultimate case. And, well, and that, I, that is that is the, was my conclusion in the column. If you read it, uh, ask the question whether BYU should reattach itself to a G5 conference for those very reasons yeah. that you were just talking about. But still, that is seen as below the P5 level. But if you're going to stay independent, all right, uh, let's just pretend for a moment that they're going to stay independent. Here's the thing. If, if BYU goes undefeated this year, they're not getting into a New Year's Six. Forget the playoff. They're not getting into a New Year's Six. Are you sure of that? No, I'm not. I'm giving you, a, I'm giving you my take, but here's why. They, they, I think they have a decent chance of getting into a oh, New Year's Six. Oh, I do not. Because here's the BYU is not included in the rules. They have to take another G5 program. And these BCS guys who are running the college football playoff and the, and the, G, the Bulls, uh, are not going to include more of those types of mouths than they have to. So what they're going to do is point at BYU's resume and go, you beat nobody, which is the exact <laughs> argument that you're making there. So if you're going to get included in in those New Year's Six Bowl games, you have to have a resume that leaves no doubt. You have to. If you're going to be included in the club, it has to be because, like, wow, BYU rolled off five P5 wins and went undefeated. That's what. That's the case they're going to have to make. 
So unless unless they were part of a G five league, in, exactly coming back to to rejoining a conference. So I would I would argue if BYU wants to make the money and stay independent, then they got to keep scheduling interesting games. And, and probably the most compelling reason uh, in, in my mind is well for me personally would be the inclusion in a big time bowl game. But for BYU, they have to give ESPN a product the ESPN wants to put on TV. And so you put, you're saying play entertaining football. They're going to have to play interesting games, so ESPN has a, a want, a reason to pay them. And I know they it's just signed a new deal, but there won't be another one if if BYU doesn't provide them interesting football games. Um, I, I guess that, uh, that's uh, the beauty is in the eye of the beholder there because uh, I, I think it is possible that BYU could – cut back if they want to stay independent i could i could see reasons for them not to front load that schedule so heavy that it's going to blow a hole in the bottom of their boat before they really get going in their season so play two or three not not five or six and then that gets back to joining the g5 conference because if you if you do that then you could still play those teams and still be part of a a G five. You could do that anyway, exactly. Which yeah. is which is something you and I both have been saying for quite some time. But so. but it's it's just curious to me. And right, you're right. It hasn't really been overly punitive to BYU yet. But they've gotten more run out of what they're doing this year than any year in a long, long time, and they've played virtually nobody. And so it it, it makes me wonder. One of the reasons that that. Uh, the, the, the church that owns BYU likes it playing football is for the exposure they get and the, the positive publicity they get when they play well. They've said that. At least I don't know if that's how high that goes, and I, I don't know if that is indeed a fact, but I've heard many people say that who are part of BYU's organization. So if that's true, they're getting more positive publicity this year than they have in forever. Without having played anybody. Well, if that's so, the, what the what end is game, it? What is it that's what's what's that? I was going to say, if that's the end game, and, and you're kind of insinuating that it is um, positive publicity, then then okay. But I, I have it, more it, priorities it gets, in what I want to see from BYU than that personally. It gets back to it gets back to whether the question we asked when they went independent: Would you rather be uh, eleven and two or twelve and one, and and play lesser teams? Or would you rather be eight and four and play tough teams? I'd rather and, have and the that, legitimacy because honestly, I'm I'm tired of complaining about the competition. Well, this is the first year we've really done that in quite some time for BYU. Okay. Other than other than the back end of their schedules, which have been rather poor, but the front ends have been heavy. Well, I, I guess what I'm saying is, is if we're saying do this more, I would disagree because I, I, I don't want to complain about their schedule every year. I just don't. Then you don't want them to be in a G5 league then? Um, because that would be the complaint if they were. Well, well, if they do what you're – not what you're advocating for, that's not the right word, but what you're talking about on schedule easier, they'd be doing that anyway. The only well, essentially, rational... it was, essentially it was either schedule easier or join a G5 league. Well, if those are your uh, only two options, I mean, what about the status quo? Well, yeah, but BYU's gone seven and six the last two years, and they're seventeen and twenty-seven against those teams. So, if you play those teams, you're going to lose a lot of those games. Well, not if they get better. 
Not if they, uh, they coach better okay. and not if they well, recruit better. All I know better. is I'm, lo- I'm, I'm looking at 10 years of data here. And, uh, okay, so they have what might have been a better year this year. We don't know that because they're not playing that schedule. But the fact is they're 17 and 27 against P5s. Well, and you look at Utah. Witt hasn't won uh, a league title yet. So should yeah, they go look, back to the Mountain yeah. West? Look, no, look at, the, look at his record, though. Look at the games he's winning. I hear you, but the, you get my point. Like you're you're trying to get better. You're trying to build to something. You're you, you know it's the whole reason Colony right, was brought in in the first place. But the, okay, then you're going to have fifty thousand people in that sixty three thousand seat stadium, and it might go south of that because of what you're doing. Because not only are you tearing the heart out of the fan base because you, you're struggling to beat those teams. Then you can't schedule like that way throughout the entire season, and so then you have a bunch of UMasses after that, and people don't want to watch that. Well, I want to see, and here's—I'll speak for me personally. We can continue this uh, if you want later throughout the show. But if you're looking at me personally, if I if I gotta cover an independent team at BYU, and I'd say the same thing to the fans out there: give me as many interesting games uh, as I can get, because I'm not getting a conference race, I'm not getting a conference title. Don't don't the games are already somewhat meaningless because they're basically exhibitions because they don't count towards a conference race. So at very least, give me an interesting game. Give me an interesting game to go to. Give me an interesting game to follow my team, because honestly, Kirk Herbstreit's opinion means nothing to me. I I don't care about the attention. Uh, Me, Jake, the sports fan, uh, that means nothing to me. I'd well, rather it means something have something the fans. Well, okay, great. Let, let me know how much. Is it everything? Would you would you rather have Kirk Herbstreit talking about you on college game day, or would you rather your team go up against Wisconsin? Because that's the only redeeming part of independence, in my opinion, is the interesting matchups, and it's what you have to sell to recruits. I except, mean, except, look at the record. Okay, sure. I I don't know what are you what are you looking for from me? That's nice. That's oh, nice. I'm just they're, saying they're that independent. You, so they're, if you were, they're undefeated. If you, Great. if you were a fan, you would rather have your team play interesting games, as you call it, and lose than play less interesting games and win. I'd rather have this good BYU team playing an interesting schedule. That's what I want. That they've been building to this team for a while now and uh, getting all Kalani's recruits in, getting the right coaches in place, getting the right quarterback. They've been building to it for a while now. It sucks they're not playing their original schedule because that's my ideal world right there for BYU. Unless they're going to go back to a league, that's my ideal uh, scenario for them. And whether they uh, go independent or not is irrelevant to me. I, I would say that this team against that schedule schedule would have had a pretty good record. And that See, would I, be better than independence because they're not going to a G, uh, uh, New Year's Six Bowl game anyway. But you're looking at it more from your viewpoint, which is not as emotional as it is for a fan who's connected to the program and who gets a kick out of the fact that they're 6-0 right now. Let me now, know. At Jake Scott Zone. At Gordon Monson. At Austin Horton. Is the, the attention and the undefeatedness of this year more important than interesting matchups? I'd be really curious to hear from the fans on that, 100%. Yeah, well, uh, if you're going to answer that question and you're a BYU fan, then be honest with yourself and look at your own state of mind right now versus where you were those years when BYU was uh, going two and four, two and three, or or worse against a P5 team. Now you're just trying to sway the vote. All no, right, I'm let's just saying out. just consider that because it's easy to say, oh, yeah, I want to see interesting games. Because they do. But 
Yeah, but uh, you but, don't want to go two and four. Okay, Gordon, we, we got some feedback here. Now, just to reset, Gordon's got a column up, and we strayed from it a little bit. We talked about BYU's different options going forward. Uh, proceed in independence, scheduling uh, P5 teams uh, at the rate they've been doing. Lighten up independence, but stay independent so you can bask in the glory of uh, the attention from uh, uh, the media and being undefe- undefeated. Or... Um, go back to a, a conference. If you're going to lighten up the schedule, you might as well go back to the league. Any Anything you want to add on the reset b- until, before I, I get to the, some of the response here? No, go ahead. First of all, our friend Hugh Chasta Trailer tweets in about our Harrison Ford question. Says, so you got me curious. Harrison Ford's first uncredited movie role, The Bellman, in Dead Heat on a Merry-Go-Round. 1966 first credited role, Lieutenant Schaefer, A Time for Killing, 1967. Wow. So there you go. All right. Uh, all right. Getting into some of this. Uh, let's see. At Utes for Life tweets in. says, if BYU is relevant, why were they downgraded to stream only and BYU TV this week? Top, top 10 team on ESPN streaming this year is an anomaly. And I'll back that up with Steve Shaw, who tweets in. He says, how much publicity would BYU be getting if all teams were playing at the same time, not staggered starts? I, I think there is something to that. Yeah, I suppose uh, that, that that could factor in, but but I'm not sure it would completely wipe out what they've done. At Chadwick uh, or our friend Chadwick tweets and he says BYU should try to get the top teams of the AAC and Mountain West Conference to form a conference. This would be a great conference with interesting games. Of course, I understand the logistics of this much easier uh, are much easier said than done. I think that'd be cool. I don't know yeah. the likelihood of it happening. There are some quality teams out there. I mean. Boise State among them, but there are others as well. Can you imagine what that would be like? That would, that would be, that would be quite a league, I think. Well, it'd be huge geographically. I mean, you'd have yeah. to, you'd have to figure that out. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Bandman says, Jake, you are one hundred percent accurate. I'd much rather have a P five schedule than uh, that Independence brings and build towards being competitive. Then how come nobody go? How come the attendance has dropped so much? Well, maybe they need a more competitive squad. <laughs> yeah, well, they sold help. out like the USC game last year and the the big names they had at home, didn't they? they didn't they? they uh, look, I don't know what they announced as being in the stadium, but that stadium had a whole lot of empty splotches in it. Uh, David says, I want this team against the schedule we had. Yeah, it's nice to be ranked and undefeated, but I'd much rather be playing our other schedule, even with a loss or two. Year after year of this would feel hollow. Okay, but how about... A loss or two. How about five losses? How about six losses? How about seven losses? I don't think this game or this team would have lost seven games against that. Well, I mean, maybe. But, I mean, they have a really rare quarterback this year, uh, a better quarterback than they usually have. Well, get better quarterbacks then. Well, well, easier said than done. Uh, Steve tweets in, says, Gordon is wrong. As soon as this season's schedule changed, I decided to opt out on tickets even though they were scheduled wins. All right. Uh, all, I, all I can tell you is there's more excitement in the air about BYU football this year than I have felt around these parts in 10 years. Andy, wear your mask bird, tweets in, says the record is nice, but I would rather be 4-1 or 3-2 or two, three and two playing good teams. I'm watching each week because I'm a fan, but I'm not excited at all the matchup. Uh, hearing about the schedule as a justification for the record takes away from the excitement. I, see, I definitely get that. Yep. Yeah. Four and two, they're they're more likely to be. They're just as likely to be two and four, probably more likely. 
Yeah, but what they're not hearing is, oh, but they're playing against these stinky teams all the time. 17 and 27 against P5 teams. Okay. I don't know. That doesn't really change the argument for me because I'd still rather watch them play uh, an interesting squad. I just would. Well, Jake, you and I can sense this from from doing the show. Think about doing the show last year and the year before and the year before that. I mean, I mean uh, I'd say the uh, the interest level in BYU football was dragging dragging anchor, man. Here's Kevin Gull. And, and, I, and, I, and I don't get that sense this year. Well, I think this is their best team this year. It, it really stinks they're not playing that old schedule because this is their best team they've had in a while. They have the players, finally. It's a well, lot easier to say that when you're playing Texas State. Exactly, and that's what fans don't want to hear all the time. Well, yeah, but they might not be 6-0 if they were playing their regular schedule. Okay, but at least they wouldn't have to put up with that. Uh, let's see here. Kevin says, uh, BYU football, as a fan, would have loved to see how this team stacked up against the original schedule, but this year is what it is. But happy that the difference in this year's team is how they're winning in comparison to previous years when they've played down to their competition. Hmm. All I, well, BYU football was built on schedules not quite this bad, but uh, schedules that were in the same ballpark is what we're seeing this year. That's how interest in BYU football was built because they were playing whack teams, many of which sucked, and they would mix in an occasional uh, win over a, a quality program. You but, know, but I, I think the rules have changed a little bit in college football in large part because as soon as BYU won their national title, the, the big leagues put their heads together and said, geez, we can't let that happen again. <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, 100%, you can credit BYU for the formation of the BCS eventually, which was what, the alliance before that, right? Yeah. Because they were like, hey, we're, what, what are, we, are we giving BYU a national title? What are, what are we doing that for? <laughs> Can't leave it in the hands of the Associated Press. God, what are we, crazy? Let's, let's get our own thing going. we got to freeze them out. I mean, I think, I think the world's a little bit different. And, and we can look back and say, oh, was that, were those BYU teams legitimate or not? I, I don't know. It feels like a kind of a waste of time to me. It, well, this this year's schedule is a bit of an exaggeration. I mean, a bit? Because, yeah, <laughs> it's a huge yeah. exaggeration. Because BYU, Houston, or BYU, Boise State, Houston, and, and uh, San Diego State would be their kind of, I don't mean to sell any of these teams short, but it would kind of be the, the middle tier of their schedule, right? You know, four or five P5 teams, three or four Mountain West teams, sprinkling the liberties for the rest. That's that's basically been the formula. So about, it's gone from that? it's gone from your your middle teams are now your best teams. So it is it is absolutely an anomaly. Anonymous, yeah, maybe, anomaly. Maybe they, do, maybe they could do if they wanted to stay independent. Maybe they could mix in like two, 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 uh, two P5 teams. And play a bunch of Mountain West teams or of that ilk. But here's where we agree, and here's where we can end it, because I like it when we agree. If you're going to do that, you might as well go back to a league. Yeah, I do agree with that. If you're, if you're going to dial back the independent schedule just to schedule some wins, at least give us a conference race. Give us something. And know, go back then to you'd league. have – then if you had the best record of uh, that G5 group, then you would be playing on New Year's Day. So I think I can sum up both our points when I say, come on. <laughs> Come on. 
I think you need to say that more often. I agree. I, I think it needs to be said on the show frequently. Come on. All right. It is the well, big show. A productive segment. Enough. Actually, that I thought that was a productive segment. Good. Was, Thanks to everybody I was, who. I was, I was mimicking I Joe. Thanks uh, to everybody who responded. I mean, come on, man. <laughs> I thought that was good stuff. All right, we'll have more straight ahead. Stay tuned. 97.5 and 1280 of the zone.